When you get started on a health and fitness journey, the way that a supermarket or a grocery store starts to look is completely different to how it has looked in the past. All of a sudden, you're not just going there to fill up your fridge and your cupboards. You're going there with a purpose. You're going there to get foods that are going to support you on your health and fitness goals. But as we know, the supermarket can be a very tempting place. It can be a very challenging place to navigate, especially if we've gone through 20 to 30 years of our life, or if not more, just shopping for what we want what we fancied and what we needed. So today I want to go through eight supermarket fitness hacks that will help you every time you step into the supermarket. And sorry, Americans, I am going to use the word supermarket and not grocery stores today. And I really believe that this is going to make your supermarket trips way easier and super in line with your goals. So the first one that I want to go through today is a fairly obvious one that you've probably heard before, but it deserves its place in this list, which is don't go to the supermarket hungry. We've all been there. We've either just finished a workout or we finished a long day at work whatever it might be but we haven't eaten in a little while and what happens we start to get tempted we start to get enticed by all the smells and the colors and all the appealing things that jump out of us in different ways that they would if we were satiated so I'm not really going to add much more to that tip it's pretty simple if you're going to go to the supermarket try and eat something sufficient and substantial beforehand to ensure that you're not going there hungry number two is to make a list beforehand and stick with it this will help you a lot If you've got purpose when you go into a supermarket, you know you've got that clear list of all the things that you need for your week, then you're going to be much less likely to deter from this list. And obviously, the more successful your supermarket shops are in terms of picking foods that are aligned with your plan, the easier it's going to be at home because those foods that you would usually get from the supermarkets won't be in your home. Those chocolates, those crisps, those sweets, all those things that aren't quite aligned with your goals right now can be avoided. And just a side note on that, if you are going to get something along those lines for yourself because you want a tree or anything along those lines a really wise idea is to not buy in bulk here don't buy the multi-pack buy the single version even if it's less cost effective as if you buy a lot of the things that you're really appealed to then it's highly likely that they're either going to be eaten in that setting or they're going to be sat in your cupboard or your fridge and they're going to be tempting you later down the line so it's a better option to pick the individual pack of that thing forget the fact that it's expensive and just recognize that it will help you with your goals number three is to not get sucked into the marketing that says low fat, low sugar, or high protein. And in some ways, many of these things will be lower fat, lower sugar, or high in protein, but just double check that they actually are and double check that they are significantly different compared to the original version of that. Quite often, if you check the back of the back of something that's high protein, it might have maybe two, four, five, maximum of maybe six grams more per 100 grams, which really isn't that significant. Same goes for low fat and the low sugar things as well, because usually the filled with something else and realistically they're not actually going to be that much more productive so you don't have to avoid them per se but just be very conscious about whether it's worth it or not number four is to start your shop in the fruit and veg section and then head directly to the proteins thereafter and on that note too if you're not shopping for your entire family maybe pick a smaller trolley or a smaller basket because once you've filled up your basket or your trolley with vegetables fruits and proteins hopefully you won't have too much room left and then once your basket or your trolley is overflowing and you try and throw something in that maybe isn't super in alignment with your plans right now, it's unlikely that it's going to stay in your basket. And the beauty of starting with those things first as well is that they'll make up the bulk of your week. You'll see the meal start to form and you'll also look down and see a super healthy looking basket. So it's going to be quite a contrast to go throw some chocolate and crisps in if what's at the bottom of your trolley is a bunch of healthy fruit and veg and proteins. And number five on my list is to not go down the aisles that you 
you have no business being in. The alcohol aisle, the sweets and chocolate aisle, the baked goods and pastry aisle. If you know that you're not drinking right now and you're not entertaining, you don't need to buy alcohol for anyone, then don't go down the alcohol aisle. If you know that you're not eating crisps, if you're not eating chocolates and you're not eating baked goods right now, why do you need to go down those aisles? You simply do not. Don't raise the temptation level unnecessarily. If you want to go down those aisles to practice some determination and some self-will, then by all means go for it. But otherwise, there's no business going down those aisles, so skip them altogether. Number six is another one in terms of preparation for the supermarket, which is go earlier in the day and not after a long day at work or something along those lines. Hopefully you've just had your breakfast, hopefully you've just had your tea or coffee, and you're feeling fairly fresh from the night of sleep that you've just had. Hopefully you're not overwhelmed and stressed by everything that's going on during the day just yet because not much of the day has happened. And on that note as well, you can maybe even save yourself a trip to the supermarket and do an online shop. And I would still recommend doing this as I'm certain you're going to make much better choices versus when you're tired and kind of a bit stressed out and you want to relax and decompress at the end of the day. And what's usually the perfect partner to decompression at the end of the day? Food or drink. So try and avoid it as much as possible and try to do them in the morning where you can. Number six is to spend a lot of time in the herbs, spices, and seasonings aisle and stock up your basket and your trolley with as many of these as possible. Usually they're calorie free. Usually they make your food taste super delicious and you might want to just try different ones. If this week you're trying paprika, for example, then maybe next week you try Italian herb seasoning and next week you try garlic powder and then the next week you pick up chili flakes and each week you try something new and in the process of trying something new, you're stocking up your cupboard with plenty of herbs, spices and seasonings that's going to add so much life to your food and you may even find a new favorite. And number eight on my list today is to start turning around the packet and looking at labels. I would say that the supermarket is the best nutritional classroom you could possibly be in. You literally just need to pick up the packet, turn it around, look at the calories, look at the protein, look at the carbs, look at the fats, pick up another brand or the store brand or a different type or a different version of that product and see the different macros and calories and see how things change. A beautiful example of this is Philadelphia. I really like Philadelphia. I hope many of you like Philadelphia. And if you look at the normal version, which is in the gray pack, I believe, per 100 grams, you're looking at 21 grams of fat. In the blue light version of that, you're looking at 11 grams of fat per 100 grams. But if you then go and look at the lightest, you're looking at about 2.5 grams of fat per 100. You're looking at literally 18 to 19 grams less fat just by choosing a different packet. For me, the flavors are really not that different to be completely honest. So it blows my mind that those options are available. And unless you actually look for them and you turn around the packet or you read the labels, you won't see the difference. And you might think, ah, difference between light and lightest doesn't matter. I'm just going to pick up the one that's the cheapest price. But the difference between those is around six grams of fat. Six grams of fat can be valuable to you. So have a look and get clued up on these things. Understand what's a good protein source, what's a good fat source, what's a good carb source. And as I mentioned, the supermarket is literally the best nutritional classroom you could possibly ask for. So those are my eight health and fitness supermarket hacks. And I really, really hope that they help you the next time that you go do your grocery shopping and it's much easier to stay on plan. So I hope that helps team. Take care and I'll speak to you all very, very soon. And that was the Simply Fit Podcast. I hope you gained a huge amount of value from today's episode. I feel inspired to improve your health and well-being. Be sure to search for Simply Fit in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcasts from. And go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Also, if you like the episode, please don't forget to give it a five-star rating. I'd love to hear your feedback or any questions you have. So reach out to me on social media 
you'll find me on Facebook and Instagram at Elliot Hassoun. Thank you so much for listening, and I look forward to talking with you all on the next one.